A brand should represent a feeling. It's not just about how pretty it looks online. How does it feel? Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Okay, I'm going to apologize in advance for whatever reason. This place that I'm at, the internet is really glitchy. So if I get glitchy, just bear with me, okay? <laughs> we'll get there. But I was on a call the other day and like every two seconds, people were like, it's got glitchy. And I'm like, ah. so I'm trying my best. I moved to a different location, connected to a different router. Um, so let's just hope it's not glitchy, okay? So just give me thumbs up, kind of thumbs down and you're starting to hear glitchiness, okay? All right. Is I'm seeing a little bit. Okay. Well, we're just going to get through this. This is the love of technology. This is what happens when we work remote and we're online. So today we want to talk about the brand story. We're all, we're all here for that, right? How many of you have been on the last two calls where we've been really talking about storytelling? Okay. I'm going to call out, is Deanna on here? Deanna Phillips. Deanna, girl, you have been doing an awesome job on your, on your stories. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've been paying attention. I was like, Deanna had two closings this week and she, and this, and you, you did a great job on those. Good job. Thank you. Did it, did, I, it feel, did it feel better? Like writing a, writing a story versus just a, yeah, yes. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that I felt less creepy. I felt less salesy and it felt more like a celebration. Um, because one of them was a really hard closing, a really, um, difficult closing emotionally for them and the other one was he never thought he would ever own a home and he was 46 and it was just I tried to make it more about the celebration and I wanted to instill in people that are out there fighting the fight and not winning the 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 um, contracts that it does happen you just got to stay in it and trying to just breed some hope into them as well so yeah. thank you Linnea yeah, you did a you did a great job. I was like, okay, I wanted to know more because you said one of them. It started, I think, it was like started back in April, and it was kind of this long process. And I was like, oh man, I I can totally relate. Like as a realtor, I can totally relate to that, right? But um, as a client, I mean, there's other people out there who just kind of give up hope. They're like, oh, we can never do it, and so that's why those stories are really important. So great job on that. All right, okay. So quick, uh, quick sound check. Will be good. Thumbs up. Cool. All right. Okay. So we're going to talk today about the brand story. So as I told you in the beginning, there's five different types of stories. And so far we've talked about the personal story and the customer story. Well, today is all about the brand. Okay. When I, when I say brand, what are you hearing? What do you, what do you, what is, what does that mean to you when I'm saying brand? Well, to me, it's how you're going to represent yourself and your team and your company. Mm -hmm. 100%. Your brand is not just about your colors and your font and your logo and your headshot. Yeah, that's the fun stuff. That's the fun stuff. But your brand is how do you want people to recognize you? How do you want people to, when they're thinking of you and thinking of your company, how do you want them to feel? That's a brand. 
right? So let's think about like different brands out there. Like think about brands like uh, Nike. When you hear the word Nike or you see the Nike logo, how do you feel? Does anybody else just get super excited whenever you watch those Just Do It commercials and you're like, oh, we can just do it. Like I get really excited or like the really inspirational ones, right? Or you think about brands like McDonald's. I don't love McDonald's, but that's like, that's the brand to me. It's like, okay, stay away, stay far, far away. But some people love McDonald's. You think of fast, you think convenient, you think inexpensive, right? Or you think supersize me, the movie. <laughs> so, so. Right. (laughs) But when you think of a brand, a brand should represent a feeling. It's not just about how pretty it looks online. How does it feel? Okay. So we're going to go through the elements of a brand story. Let me pull it up here. And then I might, if I get glitchy on this part, I might turn off my camera while we're going through this to kind of use a little bit less data. So just let me know with a thumbs up, thumbs down or in the chats. Okay. Um, so here we go. Okay. So the brand story is all about what I just said. It's about how, how you want people to feel like, what do you want people to look at your brand and think, what do you, what do you offer? What is your purpose? What is your vision? Um, you want people to build trust, right? Let's go back to those couple examples that I just used. If you're a Nike fan, do you trust Nike? I do. I buy everything Nike. I'm like, don't even show me Adidas. Don't even show me any other brand. I don't really care. I will only, I only want Nike. There's a couple other brands who are up there now, but if if Nike tells me this is going to be a great pair of leggings, I'm going to buy the pair of leggings because I trust them because I trust how they make me feel. I trust them. Right. So that's what a brand, what your brand is. So you want your brand to represent trust. How is your community going to trust you? So there's, there's, uh, what do I have? Five or six key elements of a brand story on this one. Um, and the first one is going to be your brand identity. So when you're thinking of your, of your brand story, think about, you know, what values, what personality traits, what unique qualities define your brand. So, you know, for, for us, for me, the value is that we are, we are, we are servant leaders. So everybody who comes to work for me, they have to understand what the term servant leader is. And I, I live this all day, every day. I have always been what I consider to be a servant leader. And every single person on my team is also expected to be a servant leader. And that, that, that is reflective in the way we treat our clients, the way we treat each other, the way we grow our business. So what values, what personality traits or what unique qualities really define your brand? Excellence and customer service. Love it. Love it. And then you really have to go deeper and you have to identify what does excellence truly mean? Like excellence can mean one thing to Adrian. It can mean a different thing to me. So you really have to go and go deep. So every time you come up with something like that, you need to go three deep. Integrity. What does integrity mean? It means something different to each person. I ask like six different people what integrity means and they all say something different. Right. So what is it that really defines your brand? Okay. The other part that's really important when it comes to a brand story is where's, where does, where does your brand come from? You know, when you, when we were on the call a couple of weeks ago and I talked about my personal story, you kind of start to see as we, as we go through these stories, they, they kind of start to intermingle, they start to mingle. Right. So what are the key, what are the key moments in your brand that really help you uh, develop who you are today? Like for me, a lot of people from my from my business. I'm gonna stop share for a second. I hate that I can't see any of you when I do this. Sorry, it's on a, it's on the laptop, so it's weird. But um, 
a lot of the things that are really important to my business is um, obviously being servant leaders, but like the journey of how we got here, the journey of where the journey of who, how we are, who we are today. How did I get to be a single solo producing agent who is now a creator of jobs? How did I get to be there? And I think those kind of things are really, really important because that people want to know that whether you're a consumer, whether you're a colleague, it doesn't matter. People want to know that. And as you start to learn the journey of how I got to be a solo producer to being a job creator, you start to learn the different milestones along the way. And you start to be able to share those stories of how that helped, right? So, so mine is I was a solo creator and all of a sudden I realized that I don't want to get stuck in the, I don't want to get stuck right? So now I'm like, okay, I got it. I got a leverage. So I learned how to leverage and now I'm like, okay, now I have income goals. And now I kind of want to step out of real estate a little bit, but not really. Right. So you start to see those, you start to see those, those, those little, little milestones along the way. And it all tells the story of, of your brand and how you got here. Okay. Let's go back here. Um, okay. So moving on. The third key element of a brand story, and this is the point, this is the part where you guys have to get really, really, really specific, super specific. And I know I've talked about this so many times. Like if you've been on any of these calls and you've heard me talk about your client avatar, you've heard me talk about your, your, your niche, your customer, who are you talking to? You really have to understand that in your brand story. Who exactly are you trying to reach? Who, who exactly is it? And what do you want to do to help them to help them meet their needs? Like, and that's what your brand story is all about. Who exactly is it? It's, it's beyond just, it's beyond just like what brand of, you know, coffee or beer. I've heard all these things, coffee or tea, wine or beer, all those things. Those are, yeah, those are important because, you know, you can learn to relax with those kind of people, but what are their needs? What are their very, very, very specific needs? Mine are busy professionals with no kids. That is my target audience. And the reason why is because that person has a very specific need. They are so focused on taking that next step in their life that the thought of actually having to stop and think about how to sell their house and buy a new one and manage logistics and all, all the things that come along with that, they don't have time for that because they're so focused on their career. Or they're so focused on making that next step that this is like a little, this is like the details they don't want to deal with. That's my exact client. So, so you need to know exactly who it is. What are their exact needs? Who, I mean, I know we talked to Carol last week, but I would love to hear from you a couple of examples of who your specific client is. My specific client is a couple or a single uh, divorced, uh, 55, 50 plus and uh, looking to downsize uh, or move out of state. Okay. No, so kids, that's great. no kids are out of the house. You know, that's basically it. So that's not, that's, that's pretty good. So what are their specific needs? What exactly do they need? Basically downsizing, uh, looking for a different type of, living scenario than what they had when they had the kids at home, uh, moving into a place that has more walkability, a uh, bit more shopping, where they can walk to, et cetera. That's basic, or, or looking into moving from DC to North Carolina or any other state in the nation. How do they feel doing this thing, doing this? How do they feel is a good question. Mm -hmm. um, 
Do they feel like before, like before, okay, when they're thinking about downsizing, how do they feel? Well, first of all, they feel that it's a daunting situation because they've probably been in the property over 20 years. Uh, they know they have the equity to move, but uh, the accumulation of things and, and uh, you know, sometimes kids things, et cetera, make the process a little bit difficult for them. So you have to walk in with a number of resources first before you even talk about real estate. Right, right. So after they've decided to work with you, how do they feel during the process? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I love it. Sorry about that. They better feel that. You know, I go, I go, I go out of the way to provide them. Um, you know, I don't concentrate my sales pitch only on the sale of an asset. I concentrate my efforts on excellence in customer service, and therefore, so feel... go ahead. Sorry. I am there to provide them with whatever they need to move through the process to get where they want to go. So they feel like they're in control. They feel Absolutely. like they feel like maybe they're it's not as daunting as they originally thought. Like the overwhelm exactly. has kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. Right. Very so good point. The, yeah. So the brand is really about the feeling, right? So mm-hmm. what exactly is your client feeling right now? Mine is feeling like this is such a tiny detail. It's a really important thing, but it's so minuscule in their whole walk of life that they don't even want to start it because they might, they might as well just not even think about it. Right. But Mine they really, are feeling relief. They feel yeah. relief. Exactly. Exactly. It's a lot, it's a lot easier than we thought it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So your brand is about the feeling. So when you're talking about your client avatar and you're talking about what exactly you're helping with, you got to get to their feeling because without that feeling, you're not going to, it's not going to be as effective. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Adrian had said, like a sales pitch. It's going to be like, I want to show you my listing presentation just so you can see all these really cool things that I do with digital marketing and all of these really cool things. That's cool. That's great. Don't get me wrong. That is phenomenal that you can do all of that. But if you don't know how to get the feeling, then it's literally going to be a waste of time, especially if you're trying right. to produce content, right? If you're trying to find the person online and you're trying to find them organically through social content, blog posts, uh, YouTube, wherever you're trying to put it out there, unless you can get to that feeling, you're not going to be able to find it. I'm going to give you a very, very good example of someone. I should actually show it to you. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Um there is, hold on, I'm actually going to pull it up because I just thought about it. Like, this is a great example. One second. Uh-oh. See, this is why I didn't want you to watch me type because I'm going to not type it right. Okay, so this one here, especially if you all were on my call a couple weeks ago and you heard me talk about my journey. Uh, let me find here. One second, could have just had it up, but I didn't think about it. Okay. This is a very good brand example. Because it gets to a feeling, okay? It is a wealthy woman's academy. It is for high achieving women who know how to make a lot of money, but they're ready to take charge of their money. That's a feeling. And do you think that she's speaking directly to her client? 
Yes. You've got it all together. You went to college, you got the degree, you climbed the ladder, you're a go-getter and a high achiever. But when it comes to your money, things aren't quite as perfect as they seem on paper. You make really good money, but it just disappears as quickly as it comes. Right? This is a feeling. This is invoking. Like I'm reading this, I'm like, oh my God, that's so me. Right? Like it's literally invoking a feeling. Right? And she's telling a story. She's telling a story. She's telling the story of me. I am a high achieving woman. Okay. I, I make a lot of money. Right. I want to keep more money. That's a feeling. That is the direct person that she wants. So when you're talking, when you think about going into your brand and really understanding, you've got to talk about the feeling that you want people to have. Like Adrian, you want people to feel relief. You want people to feel like, oh my God, they called the right person. And whenever they tell you all these words, they're going to use words like relief and uh, less overwhelm and less daunting. And it's going to make you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something right. Right. Yeah, that's and great. That's great feedback. Great feedback. Yeah. yeah. Great. The, that's what the brand story is all about. So mine is all about when people tell me that I simplified the process. God, Linnea and her team made it so simple. So simple. I'm like, oh, yes, I do know what I'm doing. That's the feeling. That's the brand story. Okay, let's go back and share here. One moment. Okay, so let us look at the next key element here which is your differentiation. So what sets you apart? And as you're probably learning, as we start to look at like really being able to speak to the feeling and how you want people to feel about you and your brand and what you do, like you're, it's going to be much easier to differentiate yourself, right? So what, what sets your brand apart from others, right? For me, like I said, I can simplify the process. I am systematic. I like systems, systems in my business, systems with my clients, system, system, system. I have, I don't know how many of you have reached out to me about my systems, right? I have people reaching out to me about my systems all day, every day, because I like a system. That is what differentiates me, right? I, I have a, a, I've simplified it and I can speak to the emotion and how my system is going to help people feel better. That's a brand story. Uh, this one is an emotional connection. So how does your brand create an emotional bond? Again, this is not surprising because we've been talking about feelings. So what, what emotion does your brand evoke? So I want you to think about that. Like when you're looking, when you're thinking about your brand, what, what emotions does your brand evoke or what do you want your brand to evoke? I'd love to get some in, insight on this one, some input. I'm going to call somebody. I'll call on somebody. Donna, calling on Donna. Talk to me. What do you want your brand to feel like? Um, it might sound silly, but safe. I want it to feel that whoever is working with me um, knows that I understand and I bring to the table my own experiences, but feel that their um, their journey in this process is safe. And I also bring them the team that I work with, the, the brokers that I use personally and the inspection companies that I know that are thorough and not alarmist, but um, informative. So I guess the, I guess that's the word that comes to my mind, safe, I guess. Right. So when you're talking, when you're putting out your content, and you're sharing the stories about people or about your brand. How do you how do you share that? Like how do you how do you start talking to people about feeling safe with what you do? 
Um, I'm getting I'm getting more because of you, and I see what others are posting too. Um, I hold myself back on what I share, which is crazy. In person, I share everything. Online, I hold myself back. Um, so I'm trying to get more um, putting it in words. And but when I'm talking about it, I mean, I'm I'm as honest as I can be. Um, my own journey in real estate from the beginning to now has been drastically in the beginning. Um, I've been in it 16 years and I've never had a closing like mine was. Mine sucked. I was totally hysterical. My I bought it from a family member. And to this day, I've never had the um, the type of closing that I had. And that's because of the experience that I'm bringing to it. So if I'm not answering your question fully, um, it's like I said, like I just to put it in words and put it online. I seem to struggle with that. If I'm in front of someone, I can share openly. That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. That's good to hear. <laughs> it's, to it's totally normal. And the reason why is because we have this whole thing of like, I don't know. A lot of us have been around since like social media has risen. I know there's a few people on here who, who haven't, who like grew up in the age of social media, but I did not grow up in the age of social media. I've had to adjust to social media. Right. And a lot of us on here have, we've had to adjust to social media. And we started out with like, what was Facebook? Like 2008 when Facebook was kind of a thing. Right. And that was like the big thing. It's right after MySpace, Right. And MySpace is all about pictures and pretty backgrounds and blah, blah, blah. Anything but yourself right? You get on social media or you get on Facebook and then Facebook starts to become like this. It's like, it used to be like, it used to be like what Twitter is today, right? Just yeah. post like, Oh, I had X for dinner. Like it was so, it was so inauthentic. So just like, I only want people to see what I want them to see. Right. And then, and then you would have, and then you kind of like the, the evolve how, how social media has evolved over the years has totally changed, totally changed. And I have agents that say to me, I have other Mostly agents that say to me, oh, my God, you put everything on social media, on Facebook. And I don't put everything, but I put a lot. I put my personal stuff. I put my business stuff. I put it. I, I It's all blended. It's who I am. Yep. So I don't mind doing that. It's a putting it in the words. And um, some of my posts, I can do it. Um, it it's just I, I think maybe once it's all typed out and in words, it's like journaling. You know, when you're doing that and you read it, um, it makes it more real. Um, but that's, yeah, personable. Yep. And the reason why the reason why it's important, especially on like this brand piece of it, it's because your brand is you. Mm -hmm. And I'm your all brand about branding. Is you. That's right. how I train you, my agents. I am all right. about branding. Right. Your brand is not your brokerage. Like Correct. I love EXP. Don't get me wrong. I love EXP. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell people about EXP if I didn't love EXP, but I am not EXP. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. e EXP is the one who supports me and supports my license. And I think it's got awesome, cool, awesome, cool stuff. Right. But I am not EXP. So I don't want people to look at me and be like EXP. Right. I want people to look at me and think Linnea Carver. Right. And that's why I use my name. Mm -hmm. um, my initials, because that's what people know me by, DZ or Donna Zona. Not many people in my life ever call me just Donna. It's always Donna Zona. And I was I was actually about to call you Donna Zona when I called on you. <laughs> it's always. 
always. Um, yeah, people I don't, I just meet, they're like, God, oh, that's so cool. And I've, I decided to use my name as my branding. And I have so many people are like, you are on your own, right? You don't work for a company. I'm like, no, I work for me, but my license is held by EXP. Yeah. And it's actually really interesting. When I first got into real estate and I was going, I was working on what I wanted my website name to be. Like there was a lot, there's a lot of things out there. If you like find follow any YouTube specialists, you'll hear like, you should call your channel living in Tacoma, Washington, living in Seattle, all these things. That's not my brand. My brand is not living in my brand is me. Right. So people, when they want to work with me, they want to work with me for what I offer. Right. Like Ryan just started with me a couple of weeks ago. And I told Ryan, look, this is what this is what I really hope you learn from me. I hope that you can learn from me how to build yourself. Right. So how over the next couple of years, however long we work together, I hope that you can learn something that you can take away and be able to build yourself. And that's what I want. I want I want people to re- know me for that. So even when it comes to buying and selling homes, I want people to understand, look, when you're going to work with me, we're not only going to make this process simple for you, but I want you to feel a certain type of way. Right? Maya Angelou, her quote is, people will never people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did. They will never forget how you make them feel. That is 100% the quote I live by. That is also why my mission statement is to leave a lasting positive impact on the lives of others. That is my brand. So when it comes to your brand and telling your brand story, I'm going to show you what that looks like. There's a couple of ways, okay? So uh, let's see here. We have, okay, this here. Adrian, I see your hand. I will get to you. Don't worry. Okay, so here is a brand story example. I don't know if I can actually click on that. Well, let me open it. It will. Yeah. Oh, nope. It won't. This page is not available. Okay. Okay, so here's a brand story. Here's a photo, right? It's just a pretty simple photo. Okay, so what I hope is portrayed in this photo is, look, behind the scenes, we got a lot going on. We're creative. We're always trying to innovate. I mean, it's pretty, we're pretty artistic, right? But on the surface, what I want people to know is like, look, can you guys read this? It looks really small to me. Here, let's make this a little bigger. Okay. So I've been waiting to announce this for quite some time, and I'm finally ready to share what's up and coming. Behind the scenes, we've been working tirelessly to put together the ultimate real estate dream experience. Our VIP program is coming soon, and it's packed with exclusive benefits and perks that you don't want to miss. As a VIP member, you'll enjoy early access to events, exclusive discounts, private consulting from us, and so much more. Plus, we've got some exciting events and experiences in the works that we can't wait to share with you. Keep an eye out for more details on our VIP program and get ready to watch us soar to a whole new level. That is a brand story. That's a brand story because I'm sharing about our business. I'm sharing about what we're doing, and I'm invoking a feeling. Right? You know how many comments I got on this one? I don't even know. This is insane. I was actually really surprised by how many comments on such a simple post. How many comments is like, what's going on with your VIP program? What are you doing? How do I get access? What, what's going to be exclusive? What kind of events are you doing? What discounts are you doing? Hey, do you have a recommendation for this? Like I, I, I probably got like on this particular post, I got like seven comments, but uh, behind the scenes, I got significantly more. It's, in a, it's a brand story. I'm telling about my brand. I'm telling about our business, right? And I'm making, I'm evoking a feeling. I'm evoking an emotion. I don't, I don't want you to miss out. We care about you. This is what we're doing for you. We've been working on this for a really long time. It's a feeling. Does that make sense? The other one that I wanted to share with you is uh, how, how, to tell, how to tell a brand story through email. 
So this is an example of um, our uh, initial email. So when someone goes into my website and downloads the dream method, this is this is the story. After a lot of world travels and collecting trinkets and knickknacks, you find yourself out of space and your house is just too small. You love to entertain outdoors, but you have no covered patio and frankly, no space in your backyard. And it's time to find a place to spruce up your life. You're feeling cramped and overwhelmed in your small house and it's time to make a change. Over the years, you've evolved and your careers have grown. You find your living situation is no longer in alignment with your actual lifestyle. Your dogs have pent up energy because they have no room to roam. And by the time you get home from work, you just want to relax. You know, it's time to make a change to a new home, but have no time or energy to think about it. If this is you, then the dream method is for you. I put this guide together to alleviate your stress so you can love where you live again. Brand story. Am I, am I sharing, am I in this story? Am I sharing who I'm talking to in both stories? Yes. Am I sharing what we're doing for them? Alleviating stress. Am I evoking an emotion? Right. Every single one of those brand story. So when you're telling a brand story, you got to know, understand what emotion you can't really tell a brand story unless you understand your brand. So the first thing you got to do is really work on your brand. What exact emotion do you want people to get when they work with you? Do you want them to feel happy? I do. I want them to feel like I left a, a lasting positive impact on their life. Right. If they if they walk away and it's not a positive impact. I mean, I can't do that for everybody. I get that. Okay. <laughs> But for the most part, for I would say 99% of my clients, they walk away with a super positive feeling. 99%. As a 1%, you know, I can't do anything to please them, but it's okay. And I think that reflects in the reviews that we receive. Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed through the years that the reviews that people are writing um, for me on their own without me saying, can you please put this, this and that in it, um, is a reflection of the service that they're receiving. Um, and feeling that they got the extra above and um, just sales. Because I'm not all about it. It's not sales. It's always been, you know, customer service. Yep. 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 Exactly. Hey, Linnea, yeah. at what point in, yeah. the, in the sales cycle do you send that dream? Um, that's the very first when someone goes to my website and downloads it. That's the email they get. So they get it from downloading on your website. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you'll also notice some of those things, like you'll see that in my, in my content, right? So you'll be, I'll be speaking that directly. But one of some of those lines, you've probably seen it specifically in some of my videos, if you watched any of them, or you've seen them on my captions, I'm speaking those direct lines. So, you know, I, I know exactly, exactly who my client is, exactly what, what feeling I want them to invoke. So that's why a lot of the content you guys see put out there, it might seem like, um, you know, if you're looking at number of engagements, number of uh, views on it, right? You can't judge a book by how many views it gets. You can't judge a post by how many views it gets. You can't do that. So stop paying attention to how many likes, comments, engagements you get on posts. Because what's going to happen is that then you can still focus on just trying to put out content that makes gets more likes, that it's not actually going to be productive content. And the whole point of this whole storytelling series is to, sh to show you how to put out productive content. Okay, so telling and incorporating all of these stories, incorporating personal stories, incorporating customer stories, incorporating brand stories, incorporating all of those, those are important. So your content calendar should have a little bit of all of these stories. We have four of each story going out every month. So I have at least 20 pieces of content, at least four of them every single month, four brand stories, four customer stories, four personal stories, four value stories every single month. 
So your content calendar should include all of that. So I hope you're taking from this, you're taking some of these things to think about because it's going to help you think about how to tell these stories. And they don't have to be told in like a big long novel, like the one you just saw, the, the brand story about my VIP program. That's not, that was not a big long novel. It was a tiny one. Another one that's a really good brand story. Um, uh, I wish I could find that one. I wish it was on here. It's not though. Is uh, one where I just had a picture of myself. It was literally just a picture of myself laughing in a park. It's a brand story. Okay. It's a photo. You don't even need words. You don't even need words for that photo. It's just a, I want you to feel happy. I want, I want to invoke some sort of excitement, some sort of emotion, right? So just think about that. Your, fo- your, your content doesn't have to be a novel. It doesn't have to be video every time. It doesn't have to be, you know, a really like, it doesn't have to be a, a super professional photo. Like I found the photos that work the best, the photos that take that I take with my iPhone. Selfies actually work the best for me, to be honest with you. All the other photos that people take of me, they're not as great as the selfies I take. I don't get as much, as much, uh, uh, as much reaction to those, to those. So Adrian, you have a question? Yes, I do. Uh, sorry if I'm in and out because I'm driving, but, um, I use as part of my brand the fact that, or as part. Oh, Adrian, you're really glitchy. It's not me this time. Part of my storytelling regarding my brand, they are going to live through. Your thoughts? I, I basically. No. So, as part of my brand, I basically tell the story that I am. I have gone through exactly the same experience that they're going to go through. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's important. That goes back to the personal story, right? That goes back. It, yeah, you have to tell them that they, they have to trust you. The whole purpose of a brand story is to get trust. And people don't trust if you haven't been through it. Like, I'm never going to, I'm not going to trust somebody. Like, if I, if I want to look, but the first, the first, um, first bodybuilding competition I ever trained for. Okay. I hired a coach that has actually won shows. Would I ever go out and hire somebody who has never won a show to be a bodybuilding coach? Probably not. Never. Right. When I wanted to learn all about digital marketing, I went out and hired Krista Mayshore. Would I have hired somebody who's not a digital marketing expert to teach me digital marketing? No, because I, because, because with Krista, I trust her. Right. I trust her. I trust that what she's doing or what she's teaching works because it worked for her. Okay. Bodybuilding. I trust that what he's telling me to do works because it worked for him. So you have to be able to tell those brands that has to be included in your brand story. hundred percent. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hope you had your hand up. I did, but I think I found the answer. I was just going to ask you to repeat um, you said four personal stories, four people or customer stories, four brand stories each month. And this is my first meeting with you. So I'm I'm behind a little bit. Did I miss anything? Yeah. So I'll share with you. We haven't gone over. We've only done three of the stories so far. There are two okay. more story types, uh, but I have four of each in my content calendar. For value, for purpose, for brand, for personal, and for customer. The only things we've talked about so far are brand, personal, and customer. And the reason why is because value and purpose are a lot harder to talk about. So we haven't gotten into those. And that was feedback I got from... uh, (laughs) I started with a value story the first time I taught this. And I was like, okay, it's not working. It's too hard. So value story, we're going to do last. We're going to do purpose story next week. Um, But yeah, I have four of each of these. So at least 20 pieces of content based on this. 
Okay. And this is per month as posts? Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I'm in Krista's program as well and experiencing uh, great success with it, but I'm uh, using a lot of the scripts in her monthly marketing campaign. But uh, what I find is especially with personal stories, like my young adult son is on the autism spectrum. And a lot of times I'll post about his progress and new job and graduation and things like that. And it's amazing how many more people look at that or an anniversary shot of me and my husband? Nobody really cares about real estate. Right. Well, and that's the point of telling these stories, Hope. You just nailed it, right? So you want to tell these personal stories because people are going to start following you based on what they can connect with you about. So telling a personal story about your adult son who has autism, I mean, there's probably a lot, a lot of people on this call who can relate to that. Yeah. Right. And so so people can relate to that. People can relate to that personal aspect of you. And then they want to know more about you. So if you start with just going after, let me tell you all about the market, real estate, 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 you're going to push people away because they're not okay. going to connect with you. So that's why these stories are really important, really being able to tell why you do what you do. That's why we started with the personal story. So I would encourage you if you are not part of the Facebook group or if um someone here on my team who can put the link in here. Uh, you should join my Facebook group because I, I have the replay from the first call we did. And I encourage you to go back and watch the personal story uh, because that that will tell you exactly why you're getting more reaction to those and how you want to utilize it. So what we'll do when we're done with all of these stories, you guys, is I'll go through and I'll kind of tell you the formula for how to post these and then how to actually plug in your real estate content right? Your real estate content, the actual like market updates and those kind of things. Those are also very important, but I'll show you how to plug those into where you actually get more from it. Okay. Cause just Bad. plugging in market without the story behind it, you're not going to get as much from it without putting money behind it, but you have to put money behind it on Facebook if you want people to see it. Right. But you can also get organic reach. You just have to be strategic about the way you post. So you can get organic reach and organic reach is better than putting money behind it because you save money. You don't have to spend it. Make sense? So uh, thank you, Carol. Carol, put the Facebook group in the chat. So if y'all are not part of my Facebook group, go put, go please join. So you can see the replays of these. We post them as soon as we get them. Um, hey, and then uh, Linnea, thank you all uh, for being quick, here next week. Yeah. Uh, quick yeah, question. Sorry. So this is my first time being uh, here. Uh, so thanks for all the info. I love it. Um, I just joined the Facebook group. And then I was wondering, um, since it is my first time, was there any like slides or emails that you mail emailed out that I might have missed or for anyone else that might be a first timer? Yeah, those are all posted in the Facebook group as well. Awesome. So last week, cool. uh, we posted the kind of the PDF of like the, the things to think about for both the customer and the personal story. Okay, so, cool. Uh, you can just search through there. Like if you search through customer story or Facebook or personal story, you should be able to find it. And then cool. this video will get posted probably if I don't get it back today, probably Monday. And then we'll put in the PDF of, of the, the elements as well. Nice. And then this is, so this is going to be like a series to tap into every Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I host this call. I host this call every Friday and we've just been focusing really on storytelling because I'm hearing a lot of people want more uh, content that actually works. And so yeah, I'm going to tell you that awesome organic stuff. content is 
organic content is the bread and butter of my business. Yes, I do pay for Facebook ads. Absolutely. I am a Krista Mayshore student. So of course I pay for Facebook ads. Uh, but I also do a lot of organic content because I'm going to be honest with you. I would much rather spend my money on actually my VIP program. Okay. And launching my VIP program and, and inviting my clients to events. And like, actually, I would actually spend my, rather spend my money there than on trying to just like just buy leads all the time, right? And you can also buy leads and convert them with your organic content. That's also something easy to do, but you've got to be able to have the organic content piece down in order for you to be able to convert more from the leads that you're spending money on. Make sense? Cool. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I'm glad this didn't glitch out. I'm so happy it didn't glitch out. I'll see you all next week. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.